You are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on minor inconveniences are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Adult language may be used, so listener discretion is advised. been the whole semester mm-hmm. because it's really the end of the semester um but it's all right today we have a very special guest because um we always talk about Malden High I'm sure you all know about it now mm-hmm. um we actually have another Malden High alum mm-hmm. with us today hi <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself a little bit yes hi everyone I'm Sandra I am a sophomore journalism major from Malden, Massachusetts. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Go what Malden. like clubs and groups are you involved in? Yeah, I'm the currently the public relations chair for Ramithon. I am the diversity, equity, inclusion chair for the Theta Phi Alpha sorority, and also for Planned Parenthood Generation Action. Mm-hmm. And I'm sisterhood for next year, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just growing. It's so much just growing, resume building. So today we're gonna talk about um, racism, racism, <laughs> racism. Just to really get into it, um, Sandra's experience as an OL, but also I'm gonna want to touch a little bit on you being in a sorority because I feel mm, like mm-hmm. that that's always fun, and I want to see how Suffolk fun. does it and your experience. Yeah. See, okay. I recall I really wanted to do Greek life. Mm-hmm. When I started looking at colleges, I was like, you know, like in this world, there are so many advantages in being white. And I obviously was not born with that advantage. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I could do is be friends with a bunch of white people. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll see me as one of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like I talked to you about this. I feel like I'm not often seen as like a Latina. Yeah. Because I don't wear big earrings and stereotypical stuff like mm-hmm. that, which is fine. Like, I speak Spanish fluently, and that's all that matters to me. But, like, I feel like I've been slowly kind of just emerging myself mm-hmm. with, like, white people. And then, like, out of nowhere, they'll hear me on the phone with my mom or my dad, and I'll speak fluent Spanish, and they'll be like, whoa. Yeah, they remember. <laughs> They're like, whoa. Like, I've never heard you. Like, you sound so cool. But they also, like, I don't think it's supposed to be mean, but sometimes, like, yeah. I'll talk to my dad, and I'll be like, bye, puppy. And they'll be like, puppy. And oh I'm like, God. literally, shut up. I'm talking <laughs> to my dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like it, that was my tactic, sort of. So mm-hmm. I came into, like, Suffolk University, and out of the blue one day, someone was like, hey, we have recruitment for, like, Greek life sororities, and I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a first-gen student. I have already have so many disadvantages. Like, networking is my only option right now Yeah. in a PWI. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I had fun with it. And, like, a lot of the girls were super nice. Like, no one's ever made me feel bad or, like, stand out for, like, being a woman of color or stuff like that. That's good. But sometimes it is, like, wow, you guys are, like, you guys have money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, these people are from, like, Connecticut and New Hampshire mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, like, I've been to their houses, and they have, like, nice houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I could never invite them <laughs> to, you, to my little mall. <laughs> so it's, like, I don't know. It's fun. It's interesting. But sometimes I feel like I have, like, a weird response. Like, yeah. I feel like they are obviously so inclusive, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I cannot relate to you guys in, like, mm-hmm. every way, shape, or form right now. Yeah. Sandra and I live in the same neighborhood, so my you house know. is... <laughs> so... I live you. I live by... I live by... Yeah. Oh, She really? lives by, um... We're just like doxing ourselves, right? <laughs> so my house... 
street. You're like Domino's. <laughs> my Domino's. I do live by Domino's. <laughs> you guys want my zip code too? More than that. Social security. <laughs> Sandra lives by the highway. I live, <laughs> I live by where. Sandra has a dog. <laughs> The two people I, listening are like, <laughs> I worked at the Chipotle and Saugus. Oh my gosh! But now yeah, like here. very small town. Honestly, mm-hmm. I know people are like, oh well. I mean, it's a city, kind of. Yeah. But like, it's kind of small. Honestly, no, like it's all pretty the people know each other. Enough. Yeah. Like whenever someone hears I'm from Malden, they're like, do you know this person? Yeah, you and do. Half the time, I know them. Yeah. 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 Do you think that? Because obviously, I know in Boston you can't have like houses, right? I think you explained that to me, like. For, you like, life, have, yeah. yeah. Massachusetts, I, I don't know if it's true, to be completely honest, but I heard that, like, Massachusetts has a law where, like, six women from the same organization mm-hmm. cannot live in the same place because then it's considered a brothel. Mm-hmm. Really? I, like, I don't entirely know. I like, feel like I'm from, like, the colonial times. Yeah, like, like, but I feel like there's so many obscure laws that <laughs> yeah. are just so obscure and no, no one cares enough to, like, get rid of them, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but no one cares enough to enforce them. Although, like, them. don't you feel like UMass Amherst, like, they have, like, Frat life? No, like don't they? They have do, houses? but I don't know if they. I don't have think houses. they have. Like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I think they just have like. Yeah, I don't parties. think they have okay, houses. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna ask, like, do you feel like, do you feel like a big reason maybe that, it's easier for you to feel like included is because there isn't like a house and there isn't that because obviously like when it's all a bunch of girls living in one house that, that those tensions can rise because yeah. you're living with them. So do you feel like because you guys don't have a house and a lot of like the meetings that you have is like when you just kind of come together like do you feel like that's a reason that maybe Suffolk does the Greek life maybe like better than other schools where kids feel like they're not included I think the thing is I don't think it's the sorority itself I think it's the Suffolk environment like Mm -hmm. Suffolk is such a commuter school yeah I feel like people just kind of come in do their own thing and come out so like Greek life here definitely feels more like another club Mm -hmm. and like a club that like obviously has so many great benefits and I love it but it's like no one here makes it their entire personality. Yeah. The way I imagine someone at, like, maybe Syracuse does, or maybe UMass Amherst, where, like, Greek life is so much bigger. <laughs> but, like, or, like, UNH. I've heard UNH has, like, a frat bro yeah. or stuff like that. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> Southern schools. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But, like, we do the cute little, like, running home stuff. Like, it's enough that it fulfilled my dream of, like, wanting to be, like, an L Woods, kind of mm-hmm. like Delta New. <laughs> but it's also, like, chill enough where, like, People know me as, like, oh, Sandra, she's in Data 5, but no one knows me as Sandra from Data 5. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is something I do, mm-hmm. along with, like, these other things. It's, yeah. it's not even, mm-hmm. like, Greek life itself. It's, like, the Suffolk culture, I feel like. Everyone's yeah. so, like, one foot in, one foot out mm-hmm. on, like, clubs <laughs> and everything that it's, like, pretty chill in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And also, like, it's big enough where I'm friends with who I want to be friends with, like, have an amicable relationship with other people, and, like, it's not our whole lifestyle so I don't see these people all the time Mm -hmm. so like tensions don't rise because I don't see you all the time so like maybe it is that we don't live close Mm -hmm. but like I like it because it's not a full-time commitment the way Mm -hmm. I imagine it would be in another city yeah Mm -hmm. obviously like being in a sorority and then doing like OLing the way that you did over the summer like those are two different things but can you like can you compare the two experiences and like what what that was like for you compare the two experiences like do you mean like meeting new people or like yeah like, how can you yeah. compare meeting new people when you are in OL versus, like, now that you're in, in Greek life? Do you feel like one was more, in, did you feel more included in one compared to the other? So, I think the difference here was that when I was doing recruitment my freshman year, because I be, joined a sorority as a freshman, was, like, all these people kind of, like, getting to know me. Whereas, like, the opposite at orientation, I was the leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, you know, it was obviously, like, a very different dynamic. Um... 
when it comes to just like diversity and inclusion however I think that orientation helped me feel a lot more seen because I got to meet all different kids like in Greek life I meet a certain kind of demographic and most of them are people who are dorming here or renting apartments here and they live in like Maine, New Hampshire, other states. And so it's like, oh, I feel a little original, like everyone knows Sandra from Malden. Like Sandra takes the orange line back home all the time. (laughs) Whereas during orientation, I was really reminded that there are a lot more students on this campus that are just like me, who grew up in like East Boston Mm -hmm. or Lynn or Malden and commute in. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't see them as often. Yeah. But they're like, it was nice to remember that they exist. There were so many like first gen students that I don't meet as often in Greek life. And... I feel like I just, like, I separated myself from that kind of category. Like, I've never been ashamed of saying I'm a first-gen student. Mm-hmm. Never been ashamed of speaking my Spanish. It's my first language or whatever. But I'm not surrounded with that community so much that sometimes I feel like a unicorn. And so being an orientation leader, I was reminded that there are so many students just like me also coming into the school. Mm-hmm. And so many that were, like, looking up to me and asking me for advice or for what my experience was that made me feel so validated like okay I'm doing something right like I'm not alone here and all these kids are also doing the same thing as I am yeah I love that yeah yeah. you were my OL leader I think you did great (laughs) thank you I still get greeted like literally yesterday I was walking back from the dining hall with my roommate and this guy passes by me he puts his fist up too and he goes OL leader I was like hi like I'm still recognized everyone's an orientation leader it's really funny but it's like it was so rewarding to be reminded of, like, not to say, like, my roots, but also, like, what yeah. I'm doing it for, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I came from people that just like them, and, like, yeah, I've been super good at, like, being a camouflage again with, like, the white people, and I fit in very well. But, like, that's, at this core, it's not who I am. I'm proud yeah. of who I am, and sometimes I need to be reminded that's where I come from. Mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like, um, you're right. I think during, like, orientation, I, like, definitely met more kids, maybe, like, inner city kids, I guess, like us, that were, like, from neighborhoods like us, or, like, came from similar backgrounds as us, and then I feel like when I got here, it just came, like, everybody in my class is white, or they're, like, upper middle class, whatever, they're from, like, Connecticut, like, I feel like, I'm, like, where did everybody go? I'm, like, where'd you go? Because I, like, I do agree, I think, like, I met such a different demographic at orientation, and then we got to classes, and I'm, like, why is it? That's why we say we were pranked, (laughs) (laughs) for, for open house, orientation. I was like, oh my god, there's so much, like, there's so many kids who look like me here. And then I came to school and I was like, where did you guys take them? <laughs> where did you have them? I feel like a lot of those students, though, because we live so close to home. We're probably just commuters. Yeah, yeah, they like, just don't commuter. get so yeah. involved. They're like, all right, I'm here. I did my class. Time to go home. Which yeah. is like a luxury, I guess. Mm. That's the reason why my dad told me to dorm. He was like, you're not going to integrate yourself in the community if you keep trying to come home, which is yeah. so right. Like, if I had the choice of going to a club or going to my bed, the choice was always going to be my bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm probably going to go to my bed after this. <laughs> but, like... Speaking of commuters, Karen commutes to work <laughs> by by foot. Uh, Karen, you want to tell us more about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my commute to work is a little crazy. Um, I'm scared of birds, so I actually have to go the long way. A lot of the time, um, but I've been telling Julie that. Um, don't look behind you. Going to, <laughs> going, to, oh, <laughs> going to school here and, like, having that job has really changed my perspective on the way that I see white people, but more specifically, like, white women. Because at our school, we've said multiple times. Um, Emily? Were, yeah, like, they 
white people were like the minority at our school like they we, there really wasn't many of them but even like I don't know the just the white kids they were very different I guess they kind of under they understood like they they understood their privilege they understood that a lot of us didn't have what they had and we just had a sense of community there and I feel like here I don't have that and sometimes I do struggle with that especially when I'm at work and I'm I don't know they just have this like entitlement and mm-hmm. I almost feel bad because it's like they could be the nicest people in the world and then the minute that like something shifts if they're speaking to me and like their tone shifts just like the tiniest yeah. bit I'm immediately like I don't I want to talk to you because there's just this there's just this weird like energy between us that I can't even explain and yeah. I don't think that they're aware of it either but it's just it's like they have so much I don't know they just have so much privilege in it this is the do you relate to that your job oh too Sandra yes I know we're both food service girlies so Oh, wait, actually, I'm not even, wait, we shouldn't say the names We're of our job. We're not allowed to say our job. Bleep, okay. bleep. Bleep, bleep. Okay, well, well, in my job, I get to work at a really nice cafe, which is fantastic. I love mm-hmm. my job. Like, I love pressing my little buttons. I yeah. feel like a little sim, and I love working the bar. It's so fun. But, like, a lot of people at my job are Colombian. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people who work on Reg have, like, an accent. Yeah. And we'll get a lot of tourists, especially, like, right now. And, like, they get so just... I guess angry so easily. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a proper restaurant, you know. Like yeah. we have a catered menu, blah blah blah. And they suddenly want to do all these changes, and they give so much attitude to it. But then they'll like hear me, and I have like I don't have a Spanish accent. Yeah. And it's suddenly like I earn so much of their respect, mm-hmm. and suddenly they're like willing to like delegate with me. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. Like I got in a fight with a French lady the other day <laughs> over a cafe au lait and a latte, and I was like, lady, you speak French. <laughs> probably should know the menu better than I do. <laughs> yeah, the French are like, other, I don't know. Why do so many, like, <laughs> Europeans come tour Boston, though? Like, what do we have? There's nothing fun here. Like, the Freedom Trail I can do for free. It's on my walk to say <laughs> I twist my ankle on the Freedom yeah. Trail every time I go to class. The cemetery. <laughs> the cemetery. The, the house. There's no, there's, I feel like there's so many French and Irish people here, and I'm like, what? Did you want to see us beat the British? Like, that happened three centuries mm-hmm. ago. What yeah. are you seeing out They're here? They had to see the start of the American Revolution, Sandra, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, the um, Boston Massacre site right there by the state house. I've seen people take wedding pictures. Oh, <laughs> interesting. White people <laughs> were taking wedding pictures. Yeah, just to specify. Over... <laughs> <laughs> over the little like seal that showed the bo- where the Boston Massacre no. happened. I was like, that is a very creative It's choice. literally only white people I see on the tours too. Like yesterday, it was like, not yesterday, it was like two days ago when it was like super warm. Like I was walking past like towards to get to the commons, like past that cemetery. And it's just like the biggest group of white people I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh just my like, gosh. cause they fill up the whole like sidewalk and yeah. they're like walking into the cemetery. I'm like, there's just nothing there to see. Like, I don't know. Anyways. And then um, you push through them to get the class and yeah. they give you attitude. Too. They do. I'm like, I leave a backpack on. Like, I go, like, I don't know. Like, women, I do. live here. Yeah. <laughs> I pay tuition here. Yeah. They, uh, I don't like tourist season, but they are the reason I got paid. So, I love them. Come to my job more often and tip me more. <laughs> I think, like, wait, going back to what you had said earlier about how sometimes, like, you camouflage yourself to earn their respect, mm-hmm. I feel like that's where. I feel like that's where, like, I guess I kind of, like, differ from you. Because for some reason, like, I just get so frustrated and I just don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, like, I just, they make me so mad that I don't (laughs) want, like, I don't want to. I mean, most, like, all all of my friends here are white. But, you know, they're, like, Malden white. They'd make it there, I think. They're Um, a minority in a different (laughs) way. 
But I feel like sometimes it is tough because, you know, obviously, like, most of the kids who are who go here are white, and so it's, like, you kind of have no other option but to make friends with them. And so you feel like it's going good, and then, like, you realize that, that you just have to remember that they're white first, like Julie told me once. And <laughs> it's, like, they say one thing, and it's, you're just reminded. I think... No, you're so right. Um, like, it'll be, like, my English class, and, like, we'll t- be talking about, like, racism or whatever, and then, like, the professor will ask about, like, oh, like, do you guys feel like this is still an issue? And I get to hear a bunch of white kids being, like, no. telling what they think, and I'm like, what, what do yeah. you know? I'm sorry. Like, you could, like, witness it, but you're never going to be able to experience it firsthand, so I don't know why yeah. you're talking, and I just feel like once they start talking, I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're not, like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, the Malden curriculum was never perfect, and mm-hmm. it still is, like, even now, a very big issue, especially with the new superintendent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not the shade. I'm sorry, but <laughs> we'll I... It out. Full chest. <laughs> but, like, the Malden curriculum was never perfect, but it was all... It always did a really good job, and it still continues to, like, evolve into doing a good job of, like, highlighting certain topics and, like, the voices that matter in those topics. Yeah. And so we knew from a very early age that, like, you know, having our opinions matter, but, like, we're learning about these things, and, like, learning about it doesn't matter. Like, because history, I feel like, is so always told from a white perspective, and, like, Mm -hmm. because we had the access to so many people of color, we got to know these, like, situations from, like, a very unique perspective, Mm -hmm. and a perspective that mattered more mm-hmm. like their voices mattered and i feel more. like no amount of like people that like oh i had a private education this and that mm-hmm. you're never gonna get what we got like no. i feel like in public school because like we had such a privilege in our own sense that like if we were talking about history from a certain country like we had kids from that country yeah. and they mm-hmm. would talk about it and like this is this is great mm-hmm. but like here it's like i hear some like white person that's like i don't know I think it also, we have professors who really run with the idea that this is college and not high school and, like, you're, you're, it's free speech and you can say whatever you want. Like, I remember I had a professor who, um, we had an assignment where we had to, like, do a content analysis on the speech and, like, connect it to, to our culture, like, today or to society today. And I remember that professor was talking about, like, because I think someone wanted to do, wanted to cover um, the speech that was done at the at the I forgot what award it was but it was she's from everything everywhere all at once Michelle yeah Michelle Yeoh she won but I think it was a golden globe it was before the Oscars and I remember she won and she made a speech and she was talking about how like people don't win like people that look like her don't win awards like this and I remember oh I know what speech you're talking about like I remember that that professor was like I feel like that was a bit of an exaggeration because (gasps) like we're obvious clearly she won and Hollywood's making making like is setting a path and it's more inclusive and I was like so that's not true like okay, and but how long did it she take just, to yeah, set a path she also just won an Oscar and I'm pretty sure she's like the second woman of color like in Oscar history to win like I think what was it that she won I think it was a best actress best actress yeah, yeah. So I thought that was crazy because you because they run with it. They're like, mm-hmm. I can say what I want because this is college, mm. and I just would have never heard. And of kids that will like believe that too. Yeah, yeah. They're like, mm hmm. <laughs> like, like, so you're true. like looking around, right. like who is nodding right now? <laughs> yeah, no. And like, like, I hate speaking of that. Like, this is obviously not about school, but like, I hate when people are like, oh my gosh. Hollywood is, like, so diversifying now. There's some people being, like, oh, there's, like, nowhere for, like, white actors anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was, like, you look at, like, how long the MCU and, like, the DC world is. Mm-hmm. And just, like, recently now, Phase 4, we're getting Latino and Latine, yeah. like, superheroes. Mm-hmm. 
Like, everything has always been so whitewashed beforehand. Yeah. Like, why are you now getting mad? Like, the aerial thing? We could have, like, a whole chat about that aerial <laughs> situation. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I don't know. It's just... But, like, back to your point, yeah. When... And you guys said this in a previous topic. Like, I, I feel responsible as, like, one of the few people of color yeah. to say something. But, like, I am not the police. I, don't I cannot represent yeah, everyone exactly. here. And they expect you to, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I'm, like when white people start a conversation about race like in class I don't want to contribute because I feel like I'm going to be used like as a pawn I feel like they're like oh there she is like she's going to represent like all Asian people or all people kind of like I'm not like literally like I don't know I just feel it's like a weird dynamic because like you want your voice to be heard and you don't want it to feel like they're like pushing you down but at the same time like I don't want to be the only yeah. yeah, my participation is an all-time low. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't ever raise my hand for anything. I think I just get so frustrated. Because I also, like, there's sorry. no point. And, no, no, you're good. I just feel like anything that comes out of my mouth is going to be rude. So mm-hmm. I'd rather, like, not, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be like, there she goes. No, exactly. Like, I don't want to come off as, like, mm-hmm. oh, she's just, like, so aggressive yeah, every time she exactly. talks about race, blah, blah, blah. Like, she gets offended. I'm like, but, like, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like also because I've always just been so, like, like I said earlier, camouflaged about these things that suddenly if I try to speak about it now, people would be like, well, you didn't have a problem with it before. Yeah. Like, yeah. you fit into yeah. it really well. And I feel and like I, we all used to be so outspoken. <laughs> I feel yeah. like in high school, like, I was never afraid to, like, speak my mind, especially, like, in class. But now, like, I have to, like, second, third, and fourth, like, yeah. guess myself and be like, do I, like, really have to say something now? Like, should I? Like, I feel like I have to pick and choose. But I feel like in high school, I just said it. I was always talking to Socratic, like, seminars. Yeah. I was, like, one of yeah. the first hands. Now I kind of just, like, sit there yeah. and just, like, I don't know. It's, like, draining, but it's, like, I don't, it's just, Malden was so different. Like, I've <laughs> never, ever had to even fear someone judging me for being yeah. Malden. Yeah, yeah. Like, never in my life. And then here, it's not like I'm afraid of it, but I'm, like, I feel like there's a certain I image like that people aware have. Yeah, people have, like, a very certain image of, like, what their idea of, like, a Latino is. And I don't fit in that. And I don't feel as Latina anymore. But I'm like, I'm as Latina as it comes. Like, I am fully Ecuadorian and Salvadorian, both parts. Like, my parents were born there, came here. I speak fluent Spanish. Like, there are kids who just listen to Bad Bunny, and they're more <laughs> Latino than I am. And I'm like... You were I talking just, about Bad Bunny in one of the yeah, earlier episodes. But I don't claim him anymore. Mm. Oh, the whole Kendall thing? Stop. I, girl, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't claim him. No claim. No, I respect that. Taylor Swift with, like, the meringue thing. Taylor's claimed, but she was dancing to Bad Bunny. She yeah. earned her right. But she did. We got two Swifties in the room. I think you said that in one <laughs> podcast. Yeah. We had, I think one podcast episode was just, like, we we want Taylor tickets. Yeah. Uh, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> let me in, please. But also then, like, actually, like, talking about Taylor. Yes. Like, yes. Pe- people are like, oh, you're not a Latina. You don't listen to, like, you don't listen to, to Bad Bunny all the time. You don't mm-hmm. listen to only reggaeton? What? Like, that's your music. Like, why don't you listen to that? And yeah. I'm like, I should, one, I don't need to defend my music choices to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I listen to does not make me more or less of a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't judge a white person for listening to K-pop, and you don't listen to, like... I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't listen to an Asian person, and go, you don't listen to K-pop? Yeah. You're not very Asian. Yeah. So, like, why are you doing that to me? Why is it the fact that I don't listen to, like reggaeton that much make me less latino like i love taylor swift Mm -hmm. love her with my whole heart (laughs) what's the problem with that she makes me happy like 
that shouldn't be a factor either. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I'm making this up, but like the Taylor Swift Society is so white. Like I went to a few meetings like last semester and I like just had to like stop going after a while. Cause I just, I don't know. Like obviously they weren't trying to exclude me, but I feel like I was like the only person of color in that room. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. I feel like we are two different Swifties. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely different breeds of Swifties, but it's like, it's like that with like every club I feel like. I, yeah. Which is why I like Even PPP. WSFR, like, we go in there and, like, we present our thing, and we're like, so this is mm-hmm. us, and, like, hi, hi, <laughs> this is, we are two people of color, how's it going? Yeah, it's just, like, the whole premise like, of our Like, I'm just in this weird limbo, like, I'm yeah. like, I shouldn't have to go around being like, I'm a person of color, like, I shouldn't right. have to hold up a neon sign, but I feel like if I don't, then I'm blending into these people, and then they win. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know where to, like, be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm very happy knowing my fluent Spanish. I love when I walk into a dining hall and I, like, say hi to the workers and I speak yeah. to them in Spanish and they just seem so happy and then they ask me where... Like, that's that's as much of a diversity as I'm getting out here. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely practicing my Spanish when I enter the dining halls. It's gotten better, <laughs> I think, because I, like, yeah. have to speak to them. But it's definitely, like, it's always awkward when when I'm in line and there's a line and, like, hey, in Spanish and having a conversation with them. Because everyone in line looks so annoyed, but I'm like, oh, I can't Deal with it. Sometimes they can deal, deal with it. Sometimes I get little extra fries out of that. Like, mm. yesterday I got five tenders instead of four. <laughs> I love being a nepotism baby for the dining <laughs> halls. But, like, also another pet peeve of mine is when I speak Spanish in front of people, they're suddenly like, oh, my gosh, can you teach me? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, it is not my job to start teaching you Spanish. Like, if you want to go learn it, like, learn it. They have Spanish classes here. Yeah, but I (laughs) feel like you don't hear that very often for, like, other languages that aren't romance languages. Mm -hmm. They're, like, suddenly, like, can you please teach me? Like, can you speak to me in Spanish? Like, I just want to hear it. Mm. I was like... Okay. (laughs) What do you want me to say? Now I feel a little, like, weird. Like, please speak it. I want to hear you roll your R's. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, that is always weird. I don't want to start rolling my R's for you out of nowhere. Like, I feel a little awkward now when you point it out to me. Yeah, I, yeah, and it's it's just this weird, like you said, like, limbo almost, because it's like, I'm, I was never aware of, like, my race, or I guess, like, things that make me stand out here, like, back in high school. It's just, like, you blended in with everyone else. Like, you just were what you were. Nobody was like, oh, there's that Asian girl, whatever, because, like, you know, we had so many people. But I feel like here, it's like, I... I'm so consciously aware of it that I'm just like second guessing everything I do or say I'm like oh my god should I have done that should I have said that should I say something and it's just like it sucks because it's like you feel like you're representing like this group of people but like you shouldn't have to yeah it's just it's weird <laughs> it's like it's never crossed my mind until I was like here yeah literally and now I'm just like well this is what I chose but I feel like it's not much better anywhere yeah. yeah, so many institutions are like a PWI. Like that's just like college. It. Yeah, it, yeah, she just is what it is. And also like at Malden, I heard s- everyone spoke its second language. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was never weird. Yeah. To like speak on the phone and mm-hmm. be like, "Hey," in a second language. But here, like I feel like I'm being stared at. Like suddenly everyone's like, "Whoa, that's like yeah. not English happening right now." And I feel shy. <laughs> speaking to my mom in, like, the yeah. 73 cafe. Yeah. I'm like, bye, I'll see you later. I'm like, why am I shy? I've never been shy about speaking Spanish. Like, yeah. it's my, like, I don't know, it's my best, my favorite part about myself. And suddenly mm-hmm. I'm, like, awkwardly, like, I'll only call my mom when I'm, like, walking to downtown Boston, pushing <laughs> through tourists. Yeah, I feel like 
I'm all in high, like you, sometimes you didn't hear English in the hallways, like you heard Portuguese or you heard like Haitian Creole, like something yeah. else, like it was never like fully English. And I literally, I think I mentioned this in another episode, but like last semester, someone in like one of my classes was like, I've never been in a place where like people speak more than like one language. Like everyone I knew spoke English, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, that's what do you mean nobody me. spoke another language? Like, like there was only so English insane. there. Yeah, like they only they grew up in a place that like only people only knew English, and I was like, that is so insane because I cannot wrap my head around that. I feel like literally every single person that I grew up with and went to high school with knew at least two. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird that like they're leaving their homes. Mm-hmm. And they're getting to know diversity. This is their Malden High. Yeah, they're getting to know <laughs> diversity. They're like, whoa, these are people from other places. And for us, it's the complete opposite yeah. experience. It's like we're leaving the most, like, diverse and I guess, like, safe space. Like, I've never felt targeted for anything mm-hmm. there. And coming into a situation where it's like, oh, well, like, now it's obvious. Now I stick out, like, a sore thumb. Yeah. It's like, it's almost not fair. Yeah. It's like, why do I suddenly have to conform to your ways? No, exactly. Like, yeah. you guys have never experienced any of what I've experienced. You guys mm. shouldn't, like, speak about And now they're, like, so enlightened and everything. Like, they're, like, they're yeah. college, you know. They're, they're learning like, more than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me nervous for, like, the workforce and stuff like that. Because, obviously, like, I'm, like I said, I'm in a journalism major. And I, a lot of, like, broadcast stations are primarily white. And then there's, like, Telemundo. And I'm like, do I have to Carlos. choose one or the other? <laughs> Carlos. I only mentioned that because he was on the television channel. They interviewed him. <laughs> they interviewed when him? When we protested the superintendent, they, like, interviewed me because, like, obviously I speak English. Yeah. And I was, like, on the news. And then they were like, who speaks Spanish? And they he was asked, like, Carlos. They asked me, Spanish. and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> My parents watched Telemundo. I'm but not going said, like, Superintendo. There. Like, I don't think Super- <laughs> 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 Superintendent. Yeah, he said a superintendo. Yeah, I said superintendent. That's why I didn't do it. I was like, I am not. I was like, my parent, like the rest my of my family, gonna... my family is going to like rash on me for the rest of my life if I go on there and I say something wrong. Like, no, nope. they're like, so you love the superintendent? Oh my gosh! The one time I was walking out of Chinatown because I went to go get boba. And someone was like, do you speak Spanish? And I thought they were asking for, like, advice. So I was like, I speak Spanish. And I got interviewed about, like, some things yeah. that were happening in downtown. Yeah. And I felt so important. I was like, Slay. look at me. And Julie, my best friend from home, Julie, who also goes to Malden, she goes to UMB, who has very similar stuff. Mm. She was taking pictures of me like she was Chris Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was taking pictures of me being interviewed. But it was, like, it was funny. Love so I feel like, though. I don't know if you've heard her talk about but I feel like, isn't UMB a little bit more diverse? Or am I making that up? I mean, she, from what I've heard with her, okay, we literally got together last week and we were talking about this. Like, yes, but also it's the same as Suffolk where everyone just shows up and leaves. Yeah, I feel like even, you and me is even more yeah, of a community Yeah, they're more of a community school. Because they like only she, have first year housing there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't even know what their housing is out there. I mean, it's she's freaking Dorchester. <laughs> it's Dorchester, yeah. And, like, she told me that she has more white friends there mm-hmm. than, like, Malden ever, like, just everyone has immigrated here in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And unless you're like Native American, unless you're Native, yes, very true. So like, why? Ugh, I always just get so upset. I'm like, why do I have to stand out right now? Yeah, there should be no reason for me to stand out in any way, shape, or form. And unfortunately, there's no like solution for that. Like, we can talk about it all we want. I feel like, but like you said, like even if you transfer or move schools, like it's never gonna be like what we had, and we had the privilege of experiencing that like really early on in our lives. And unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to, like, be able to get, like, any of that back unless you, like, go back and work there. (laughs) But, like, you know, it's just, like, there's nothing you can do to fix that. Like, you can't be like, oh, more people of color 
come to this school and like do this and that and like no matter how much they like pride the school and diversity or whatever like it's never gonna fully be it's not gonna be what Malden was yeah I feel like when my like parent like child of immigrantness really stood out to me is during spring break mm. where all these people are like in Miami with mm. their friends <laughs> they're traveling I was like my mother over her dead body would let me travel with my friends <laughs> at 19 yeah like I am at home literally having to ask her permission I am an adult to be like can I go to Target what for <laughs> yeah I don't know I just want to go to Target <laughs> yeah like sometimes just like hearing about like what white parents are like is enough difference. That's like a hearing, culture shock. Oh my itself. gosh. Hearing like my roommate stories and like what they got away with as like teenagers and me being like, I could not go into the living room without my mom being like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were doing like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that was like enough for me. I was like, all right, this is how I know we are not the same people. Mm-hmm. Like her. Yeah, that's it's just. It's And they're always very nice about it, but, like, then they feel like they're on tiptoes, and then I feel like I'm on tiptoes. I'm like, why are we all on tiptoes? <laughs> like, yes, we're different, but we don't have to, like, be weird about it. Yeah. They get uncomfortable sometimes when you bring it up. I'm like, we used to joke about that in high school. Oh, yeah. Like, it was nothing. I miss, ugh, I'm so sorry to say this, but I miss high school. Sometimes and we say, like, we said that a lot last semester. <laughs> we were like, Malden High. <laughs> I like this. No, you know the mayor of Malden is a triple ram? Yeah, he's a Get Gary boy. on this. He literally t- True. Get <gasps> Gary Christians. But he would be, like, he would always say good things about this school. He'd be like, I loved my time here. But he also would say good things about Malden. He, he would be good like, at promote a new project in Malden Square. He'd be like, so by the way, <laughs> so by the way, I just want to. He, he always has like a surprise or like he'd something like, off his sleeve. I don't know. He'd be like, speaking of diversity, we're opening up a brand new like. Burrito shack in Malden Square. We are, though. That's the thing. It's right next to the mayor's office. Like, he did it on purpose. He was so excited. was like, burritos. That's why he put the Starbucks there, too. Yeah, for sure. It's privileged. But it was so nice to hear you say that, um, like, some kids from the high school listen to our podcast. Yeah, some kids from high school listen to our podcast. They do? So we will have episodes preparing you guys for college Mm -hmm. coming out. But, yeah, it's fun. Mr. Angelo said that some kids listen. Love Master Um, Angelo. Hey, Master Angelo. I have a few of, like, the freshmen from last year reach out to say how much they like it like Danny yeah she listens and that was really nice and um Sophie she said that she listens so that's always fun but I don't know and some kids have like or like have like texted me about like committing and stuff and they're like oh yeah why'd you choose stuff I was like oh yeah I the most money I've gotten a bunch of texts from like Malden High I texted you before I committed (laughs) here I was like hey Sandra but yeah like it's it's definitely a choice please please text me I was an orientation leader no yeah if you are like thinking about committing to Suffolk reach out to Sandra honestly like we'll include her info (laughs) on our Instagram um, Please do. Because she is an OL leader. And My she... sister goes to Malden High. Yeah. If you don't know me, I'm Mari's sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's definitely a choice committing here. And obviously, like, it, more people fit in better. It just, like, depends. I don't think I would fit in as happily in other schools. Like, this isn't, like, sure. propaganda. Yeah. But it's, like... They did offer me a lot of money, yeah. and they do have a good initiatives for diversity. Like the like, yeah, yeah like the thought is there. <laughs> yeah, like the diversity department does a great job. Like they gave a lecture in one of my friends' class, and it was like actually oriented to like healthcare because they had like they were a health oh. class. Like it's a department and it exists, but like you can only do so much. At the end of the day, it has to trickle down to like how 
people interact with each yeah. other. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just predominantly white yeah. people interact I mean, with like, white people. And I always say, like, we can't blame Suffolk, yeah. too. Yeah. It's, like, it's systematic. Like, it's a problem oh, that's, yeah. like, deeply rooted, and it's not their... It's not complete... Like, it's not their fault yeah. that half of their student body is white, but... <laughs> they try their best. Yeah, they they try their best. That's for sure. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Actually, don't commit to Suffolk. So, um, <laughs> there's a housing crisis. You only get two years of housing, and then it probably might go down to one if they just... If they keep accepting Rammies left and right, so <laughs> I like a Rammy who <laughs> so there's all their options. Slay, there we go. Make smart choices is what we're Make saying. Make smart choices. We're not yeah. saying don't go here, but we're not saying don't not go here. <laughs> Does that make sense? Definitely do your research into yeah. your colleges. Yeah, for sure. Like Take I think we say with a grain of salt as well, because maybe yeah. we just have really niche experiences here. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, everyone I else about that too. is having the time of their life. And we're, that's why we have you on, to prove that we're not crazy. Because I feel like the last, like, four episodes have been us, like, ah, but then I was, like, talking to you the other day, and I was like, well, I feel like she does have a lot of similar experiences. Yeah. So. And like you said, like, I'm in Greek life. Like, I'm just around white people a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, like, just other clubs. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I use it, I try to use it to my advantage. I'm like, I got to network with these white people so that later on in life, when they're successful, I can use <laughs> them too and be like, hey, remember when we were besties in college? We were in a sorority together. Yeah, hey. That I mean, true. you know, mm-hmm. like you got to just learn how to work it. And I guess like this has been one of the best real world. Like Malden was great. Yeah. Like it was great and like helping me grow up. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, this is how the real world is. Yeah. yeah. Is that there sure. are a bunch of white people. And Master Jones was trying to warn us. He was like, yeah. I think he literally said it he like said we've got a little freshman bubble. year, and mm-hmm. he was like, "You guys are in this bubble. Like you, like what did he just say? I literally just like he blank. just used to say like yeah. He just used to say like this isn't the real like, world. When you go out into the real world, mm-hmm. it's not like this. And we would get and mad would, at him for saying and that. He'd be like, yeah. You don't realize how lucky you are. He's right. We're sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> sorry, Chris. Love you. Can ya. we call him Chris now? <laughs> yeah, oh absolutely. Have we reached this? Oh, my gosh. Hey, Chris. Absolutely. No, but it was so true. Like, actually, it's so sad. I'm like, wow. I grew up so... Ha- it was a great place to grow I mean, was it a great we place like- to grow up? No. It was a great place to experience and grow as myself and embrace and who I, I was. And I But, like, for this the is the real world, and yeah. this is how it is. Yeah. And it's going to suck trying to, like accumulate to it especially because you guys are freshmen so you obviously have more like things to complain about but like as a sophomore going to junior like this has been just the norm for so long for me now mm-hmm. and it's like well it just it's not going to get better than this it's just going to get harder yeah but that's where we have to like just really as my class slogan was stand tall fear <laughs> none i'll update class you guys what was ours <laughs> Uh, dreams don't work unless you do. Was that yes, us? dreams don't work unless you yeah. do. Class of twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'll update you guys in four years when I'm at Syracuse in grad school. <laughs> yes. If that experience is any better. Slay. Well, oh, do you, yeah, what? I'm also, uh, we forgot to tell them, I'm not transferring anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had one episode that was like, we're leaving. <laughs> we're sick of it. I'm not transferring anymore because Suffolk gave me a lot of money and the PR department here is really good. So oh. if you're a PR major, or business. Literally yeah. anything with CIS. Business, P- <laughs> business, PR, or law, this is the school for you. Anything outside of that, I would maybe look somewhere else and beg for more aid. Mm. That's what mm. I would recommend to do. Any final words of advice, Sandra? Um, I like the journalism department here. You do? I actually really do. But I like it because they actually let me be well-rounded, whereas like, other aspects I've looked at were like very, like, you're going to concentrate on only this. And, oh, like, that's interesting. My big and my sorority, which is another advantage I got around white people, <laughs> is like applying to jobs, and she's like telling me what the pros and cons are. And I'm like, oh, nice. 
But um, my final words are definitely reach out to people. I feel like so many people come from Malden come to Suffolk. Mm-hmm. So definitely reach out to the people you know. Too many. Get the experience. Yeah. Get the <laughs> input they need. Um, avoid Zoom ass because we, it's just too much. <laughs> Unless that's your thing. Unless too much is your thing. Then go do that. <laughs> but yeah, make smart choices. But also like, you know, don't let white people get you down. Real yeah. and true. Real intro. Don't let the way... Like, it's frustrating and it's fun to complain about, but at the end of the day... And just, like, also, like, find your community. Like, find mm-hmm. a group of people that you can relate to, whether it's, like, other people of color, other people, like, in your group. A little bit more of a rambly episode, because we're a little rusty, if you can't tell from our semester off. But we will be probably grinding out a couple more episodes in the yeah. next few weeks, end of the semester, whatnot. We have three weeks left. Yeah, we'll get some stuff out. But thank you so much, Sandra, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I was so excited. Yeah. And we will see you all.